This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest. Are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. It's a very happy new year to you all. I know that you've already had an episode in the new year, but we didn't record it in the new year. So I'm going to say happy new year again. Happy new year to you, (laughs) the listener, to you, the brew crew, to you if you're a new member, to you if you're of old, to you if you've supported us since the beguine. Um... We don't care. We'll take anyone with us lot. Take anyone. We'll take anyone. I don't else. even care if you listen once and never come back again. Yeah. Hello to you, that it, one. You if, over if, there, you one time listener. Don't don't worry about it. Even if don't you don't worry about it. Even no, if, don't feel guilty. It's fine. There's so many podcasts out there, aren't there? It's hard, isn't it, to decide which one to listen to sometimes. You think there's so many. I don't I don't know which one to listen to, but you know what? Why don't you listen to us? That's too Thank desperate. You. That's too desperate. Is it? I'll take any. Yes, I'll take anyone. I'll take people who've had it forced into their ears. I thought you were going to say something else. Then. Well, they had it, have been sat down, pinned to a chair, reservoir dog style, and made to listen to this podcast mm. for a hundred and five hours. More than that. More than that. Hundred and five episodes. How many Patreon now? Sixty odd. Sixty seven. 
69, or might even be 69. Ooh, yeah, there's a lot, isn't there? I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. even longer. Maybe Morning, more. how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm really good. It is, it is well into January. The house is naked. Yeah. It feels, people naked always... Naked the day it was born. People always say that, don't they? When you get your seed down, your house yeah. feels bigger. Yeah. It does, isn't it? It's like that story, squashing a squeeze. What do you mean? Take them all out. Take them all out. But then I'll be back where I first began. Do you have to read it in that accent? Yeah, I always do it in that accent. Is that your default reading accent? I've I've read two of my favourite Roald Dahls to Sophia over the last week or so. We started with George's Marvellous Medicine. And of course, old Rick Mayo, your hero, Mm. is always in my head when I read that. Yeah. So I have to do the voice of the grandma like this, George. Where's my medicine, George? Yeah. And then... Um, I do so- remember him reading that. Yeah. She's it- horrible, isn't she? The grandma. Oof, horrible piece of work. Why do we categorise old ladies as like that? Well, just you know, that, like that Ansel and Gretel, nasty. crone. It's really easy yeah, to go... proper crone. It was They're easy- not always evil. You can't go, it's very easy to go from the step from old lady mm. to crone. Mm. It's like old yeah. man to yeah. pervert. But what she started doing, say, she started saying, can I read a bit? And I'm a bit, I'm not happy about it. She's so spoiling your energy. Yeah, she's <laughs> ruining the flow. So she wanted to You're do- You're not in um, this production. She wanted to do the grandma's voice and she just wasn't doing it right. I was just like- oh. What was she doing? And then I'd have to read the bits in between, like grandma said, George. Then she got down from the chair. But she, she wasn't doing that. She was doing this weird too high. Like, no, I can't even describe it. It was just it was just all wrong. The direction was wrong anyway. <laughs> but so that was frustrating. Um and then in my production of the twit, sorry, reading twits to my daughter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I get carried your, away. Your production. Yeah. Um so I started reading the twits last night. God, they're grim, aren't they? Yeah. Grim. It's just because I was looking at you then, uh, it reminded me of Mr. Twit because obviously he's got a beard. <sighs> I need to sort and, it out. Um, Are you looking at me wondering? No, it just talks a lot about facial hair on men and it, the fact that you can store up stuff like gravy. And there's always, I always remember that sentence. It came right back, flooding back to me like, there's always a morsel. You know, he used mm. the word morsel. There's a morsel there for when he gets hungry later on in the day. And it's just... Did it make you gip so as a child? Disgusting. It make you gip as a child? No, not at all. As a child, I was lapping it up, literally. As a, as an adult, it's grim. I can't, I struggle to read it. So it's made you... He had a real anger, did uh, <laughs> Roald Dahl, about certain bits. I always, I always wonder if he had a neighbour who he really hated and he channeled it through that book. Well, do you know he had because a... he, he must be weird. Like you got like you, you knock on his door and go, "Roll, I've got your paper for mm. you." And then you walk away, mm. stroking your beard, mm. going, "Oh God, that was about me." Well, the thing is, he um, he had a writing shed in his garden, didn't he? And mm. nobody was allowed in the writing shed apart from him. I agree. And he sat in a chair. He had his legs propped up onto a. He sort of had his legs on a sort of some sort of stool so his legs were sort of raised up and he'd made he fashioned his own writing board that had like a velvet cover on it right and, how do you uh, know all this because <clears throat> i've read about his life and um, little tiny legs you make him sound like a little boy. he used to go in there he had a very very strict routine so he'd have his breakfast then he'd go down to the shed about 10 right till 12 come back for lunch and then right again two till six i think it wasn't coming for dinner and that and, was his end of his day yeah and he um he had he always wrote in pencil and he had i think he'd always have nine sharpened pencils or it, it was like a specific number of this pencils and they were always yellow psychopathy yellow pencils with the rubber on the end 
and he used to um school pencils he had a like a velvet um it was a velvet clothes brush not a brush but you know like the um i'm trying to think of what you call it it's not a brush for clothing but like a moleskin thing that you mm. you know you can smooth down clothes with and get rid of bits off your clothes he used that to get rid of the rubbish sort of um, shards shards of rubber yeah. on he brushed them onto the floor but never ever cleaned so all the rubbish shards would have been on that floor, that floor and was... they were never cleaned because he never let anybody go in his shed it must be bouncy that floor mm. Mm. It must have been like it have been like a chicken p- feed, a kids' playground that's made out of recycled tires. And then he had the audacity to say the twits were scruffy. Mm. How dare he! Mm. So that's where he wrote all these magical How do you books. Know? Well, that's put a little. There's a lot of people who have sheds. I have a shed. Roald Dahl had a shed. Mm. David Cameron. Shame used you to don't have go a shed. in it anymore, isn't it? What's that mean? You're in here too much. We've talked about this. I will not. I'm, what you don't like the fact that I'm infiltrating the house that I pay a mortgage on? I don't think you should on. be in here working no it impacts on stuff so what do you want me to do then go back to your shed that we bought you want me out of the house but, out of well, the you family need to separate home workspace and living space i think personally what's the problem with me being in here i like it because it's near the kettle no and i feel like put that coffee machine in your cup in your shed then <laughs> i haven't got any room how small that shed is mm. i'm drowning in stuff mate it's already tiny yeah, I've got... should work in there more though. Right, okay. But anyway, um, but yeah, um, so Roald Dahl, what a life, what an interesting guy, interesting does. character, but I love the twits. It's I... so easy and it's not long, it's not massively long. Has it carried into the next generation? Do they like it just as much? Yeah, she loves it. She's loving it. Absolutely loving it. Yeah. It's very punchy. He's very good at uh, keeping the listener interested, I think. He yeah. was the master of sort of lots of detail within a very short space of time mm. and sort of relevant detail that really creates a character in your head really good at that yeah and kids kids it. need it quick it's sort of incisive don't yeah, they you don't want to be drifting about no and he's not patronizing either he sort of it's almost like he never grew up in a way he knew exactly what a kid wanted to hear that was like slightly naughty slightly edgy and slightly forbidden but also not too terrible and risque that it was you yeah. know i mean too also, dark. also as well it's a lack of respect for authority on a low level mm. which he quite enjoyed didn't he there's a bit always, of a menace in that shed there's really. always a lot of tragedy as well like you know like um there was that um jason manford sketch where he just said about disney and it's like no he's gonna die no they're gonna die everybody's gonna die it's like that a bit in, uh, you know, like if you think of the beginning of The Witches, he's, his parents get killed off. Um, didn't James and the Giant Peach, his parents die and he lived with his two aunts or something. Yep. And, um, obviously, Sophie in BFG was an orphan. Um, Love a bit of tragedy, the child authors. Okay, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, his parents went dead, but they were impoverished. But well, He made up for that by massacring children throughout the programme. Yes, true, true story. Within so, 15 minutes, we'd lost a German. Yeah. Speaking of that, we haven't seen Wonka, have we yet? And no. everybody's raving about the old Wonk. Mm. I can't wait to see it because obviously Gene Wilder, we were saying this the other day, weren't Sorry. we? Absolute ledge. Ledge. I mean, it's hard to top Wilder. That's of our childhood. Um, but I wasn't massively keen on Depp. No, the Johnny Depp. I am not a fan of the Johnny Depp era. I think it was, it was a just bit, weird, a bit weak, and too a bit, weird. Yeah, 
a bit, um, sur- a bit overly surreal for the sake it of it. It was that I think. smile. It did me in that. You know, what? the weird the fake creepy. Teeth. Yeah, it's a fine line, isn't it? Between it was Wonka. like an advert for Colgate, wasn't it? It's it was a, just... yeah, an advert. It's a fine line between Wonka being uh, odd and creepy, and I think they stepped into creepy. Mm, I agree. You know, it was weird. Yeah, and this like, yeah, but this young lad is like a proper pinup, isn't he? Who's playing Wonka? Is he? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else he's. I don't been even in. know who he is. He's been in other bits and bobs. I haven't seen. He's quite crazy. an unknown actor, I think. But oh, he was really? in a couple. He's in a couple of things. Oh, good. But I really want to see it. Definitely want to see the old wonk. And then... Um, Do you know what I'm enjoying, though? I've what? been getting into your car because I've been driving Gemma's car. And I've been enjoying the fact that as soon as I turn on the engine, this is what I get in Gemma's car all the time. As soon as I turn on the engine, right, you get this. I know what you're going to play. song what a song i get that yeah as soon as you turn on your engine well, it depends what track you're on but this is my classical album there's, so, si- there's some singing on there and there's also just orca- orchestra pieces the, the mad thing is, is is that you've got this cd in your car mm. so every time i turn it on mm. it kicks straight in mm. and it's lovely because it's like a little moment of well, I bet there's it, a moment where you think, should I turn it off? And then you think, actually, no, I'm just going to listen to per- a little bit more. Because at that bit, when you have to, you have to yeah. do the full burn. Oh, listen to the way it builds, it builds up. This bit. Imagine that me. doesn't sound like Pavarotti. It's really going for it now. Mm. It's building up. Whoa, that is beautiful, isn't it? Makes you emotional. You don't it need does. that when you just come out of a spin class. I don't think you appreciate how good a singer the they powerful are. Powerful that oh, is. Oh, God, so but, good. But yeah, I turn that on in the morning. Sometimes I'm at a spin class mm. and it, you go, no matter how mm. stressed I might be about the day, it's like yeah. a little bit of mindfulness. So good. Absolutely brilliant. But when do you listen to that? I got that from a charity shop. I what? just fancied a bit of classical. It's meant to, there was always that thing, wasn't there? If you listen to classical music, it mm. makes you more intelligent. What do you think to that? I think there it's was, a bit uh, late for me. <laughs> I don't think it will improve my intelligence at this stage. But that always that thing of people going, it really, if you play it to your children yeah. or play it when yeah. they're in the womb, they'll yeah. come out and be professors or something. Mm. It was that little Einstein or something, wasn't it? That, that was series such of bullshit. Products. There's no better marketing tool to a parent than trying to make sure your child's a genius. The You'd buy is, any old shite. I do think there's probably something in music. I think, you know, they do say, obviously, the child, when they're in the womb, they can hear all sorts, can't they? They can hear stuff. So I think soothing music is probably quite a nice thing. Mm. Um, but I do... I I normally skip on actually that one. I don't, you don't listen, listen to that to one. That one. It's That's too, the it's only too one intense. I know. It's too intense. I like the orchestral ones that are very sort of calm and a bit zen. What is it? I you- bought it to be a zen in the car. That that one it starts making you heart back to 1990 World <laughs> Cup and I get all emotional thinking about Gaza crying. Do you? Yeah. I love the idea of you going going through queuing yeah. into B&M Baggins yeah. car park with the window yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's awful. It didn't deserve the second yellow no. tears coming down. Yeah, awful, poor Gaza. <laughs> I look, um, it is too. You cannot come out the car no. after hearing this. Yeah. Here we go again. That. Yeah. Have that in your head, and then yeah. go into Costa for a latte. It don't work. To, you're charged up. Going to Home Bargains for some toilet yeah. roll. Yeah. And it's like the same with William Tell. Yeah. I normally spin on them ones. I can't, I can't be doing with it. Those, it's too much. Those charge you up. They were yeah. like the classical versions of. I wanted bonkers. the Zen. I wanted the Zen uh, classical. That's do you not? Do you wanted. not think though that that was like the Zen? This classical version of like bonkers. Back then, Mozart. back in the day. I wonder if they said they went up to him and went Mozart. That's a banger. That. Yeah, that's do a you, banger. Do you think they had like clubs where they went? Have you heard Mozart's late? It's banger. Yeah. I keep my pigeons in the loft. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's used to be on yeah. nail and pace. That that's a reference no one's going to get. But that, <laughs> they might do that. Uh, they used to do that bit where he used to sing stuff like "I keep my pigeons in the loft" and it's fucking great. Mm. It's fucking great. Yeah, if that's what they're really saying. Uh, but the idea that uh, maybe back then in classical times mm. they said, "Have you heard his new classical banger?" Times. <laughs> Which what's it called? Sing a bit. Mm. That's a hard thing about the classical. You can't just go. No, I don't know the names of you any know, of them. Do my you? butt, my lovely lady butt. You I can't know I sing. like things like I you like know, the you go, that one, mate. That one like, that's on the advert. I like um, what is it? Uh, Four Seasons. I like all them, but I don't really know. So what I any know of them that as called. a pizza. Four Seasons. Yeah, yeah. the one that's the pizza. pizza. But I don't think you can sing a bit. You can't just go, yeah, have you heard his new no, classical one? No. What is it? You know, the the one with the... What's How's it go? That. Yeah. I like the uh, Panama um, cigar one. What's that one? Dun, dun. When are you going to listen to that though? It's lovely. It's so depressing. It is quite morose that one. Yeah, do you know what I think it is as well? I think you need to like everyone. Classical music's got these headphones late at night Mm. in bed or in the dark, isn't it? No, too much. Isn't it the intensity of it? Oh no. I don't know. You have it driving about in a Kia. Sometimes I do. I know. Is Kia Cedar State? It's just me being all classical. Have you ever put it on with the kids in the car? Yeah. How did they respond? They just go spin on until they get one that they like, you know. And which one do they like? I don't know. Anyway, it's my CD. You don't like that though. You don't like that. No, I just I just normally spin on from that one. It's just too much. It's too much. Mm. but um could sing eight octaves could Pavarotti amazing an amazing voice can you believe incredible. that incredible <laughs> so good I love the tenor pitch as well because they can get the high notes really strong but they can also go deep it's yeah. a beautiful range the tenor range it's brilliant the tenor tenor yeah lenders a tenor is Pavarotti I wonder what you would sing if you were a singer I'd, I think you uh, maybe you would be bass it's a bit actually. Roger Moore yeah I keep my pigeon see what's that how I sing it right I hang on wind I think you would be bass actually I keep my pigeons in the loft no I think you're more bass I keep my pigeons in the loft I can harmonise with maybe, myself maybe maybe I keep my no no uh, anyway <laughs> So, um, <laughs> but it's nice. It's nice. You've got a classical car, mm. an educated car. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We realised that at your friends, there's a like a list of people you would go on holiday with. Mm. The holiday list. Mm. And it's the criteria is quite specific, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a big thing. Mm. Like you've got friends, mm. but would you say those are friends you go on holiday with? Well, I can guarantee that not many people would want to come on holiday with us. Because of? You. Me. <laughs> Is. Again, again. I thought we'd done do you know what? you. Sometimes I don't want to go on holiday with me. Sometimes I get to like day two and think, yeah. you need to fuck off. You need to go home. You actually want to run away from yourself. Yeah, someone says to me, have you had a bad day? This. Yeah, can't shake can't it off. shake him. No. He's annoying me. Yeah, yeah. It's an all-inclusive in me head. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think the criteria, what is the criteria if you had to have a five well, point? Well, you brought this up the other day. So what is your criteria? Five point criteria. Right, let's have for it. For people who you could go on holiday I don't think you got with. that thorough point criteria. I haven't, but I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> we'll do three. I was, I was intrigued then. I we'll was do like, ooh, three. five points. We'll okay. do three. Okay, let's do three and see I how you think go. they have to, you have to have. Right, a, this is number one. Number one. You have to have a built in acceptance of free time and flexibility that some days you might not want to spend time with each other. Well, Liz Nash said what it is, is boundaries. Boundaries. So you have to have she boundaries. She said, if you come on holiday with me, you're going to get clear boundaries. And I said, I like it. She might give us you on the plane, which yeah. is brutal. Yeah. Before we land, don't contact us. Yeah. Thank so, you. No, no, the, 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 the uh, respect of each other's timescale. Yeah. And the fact that it's not personal if you go, we're going to just have a day yeah. chilling by yeah. the pool yeah. as a family. Yeah. As a family. So honesty. Is the key. You need to be honest then. You've so got to be able to be honest. Two. Is that point two? Honest. Kind of point one. Boundaries. Yeah. Point one. Honesty without yeah. offence. Yeah. Offending people. Yeah. Point two. Point three. Relaxed. Relaxed. Yeah. Everybody I go away with, they're very zen. Very zen about stuff. Well, I was I was uh, complimenting you on the coffee club. Did I do that on the last pod? Or no, was it in just private. in private? Mm. Well, let's say what I said. Yeah. When you when you did the cottage at McClinleth, mm. there was a rhythm. Mm. The same rhythm mm. is what I mean. Yeah. There was a, a very relaxed, unforced rhythm. Mm. And you just fell into it. Yeah. And everyone was on the same mm. Very steady, yeah. playing board games. There was yeah. no demands. There was no we need to. No. There was just a an amorphous sense of 
being. Yeah. But then when we did do something, yeah. there was a sense of we're doing this. Yeah. And there was a collective. Yeah. Cult-like mindset. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That you all slip into the same rhythm. Definitely. Number three. Mm. Number four. What other things is the criteria for going on holiday with people? Sense of humour. Sense of humour. Yeah. Mm. The same you sense of humour. You've got to have a humor. bloody good laugh. You do. To trial any adversity, any delays, yeah. anything that doesn't go yeah. according to plan. And rule number five, bananagrams. No. Well, that's it. Number yeah. six. Number six. This is an important one for me. An awareness of equal monies. The accountancy. <laughs> The no, that can get a bit stressful with you. Come That's on. the only one that you did. No. Yeah, that is a bit it? annoying because you'll be like, because it's kind no, of. No, I didn't keep it. No, there's no, 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 listen. No. No, no, what I feel like you do. What's this about? Is that you sometimes, like with me, <laughs> and, me, and the girl, me, with me and the girls, it's like an unsaid thing. It's like we Someone know, is keeping track though. Yeah, you must yeah be. but we know we're going to level up. We know at some point we're going to level up. Like, if you go to a cafe and they'll just go, I'll shout this and I'll I'll message you later. And that's it. That nothing more needs to that's be said. That's the contract. That's it. Done. I need to be aware of that contract before we went no, on holiday. No, but you would be, I think at least five times after that, you'd say, make sure you get that money back. Make sure you I get that money back. That. Make sure you get that money back. I just emailed Have everyone they paid you? with a Have they detailed spreadsheet. Have they paid you? <laughs> I think that, that does stress you. And it doesn't me at all. No, but the fact, what you should have said is... Mm. Here, we have an equal understanding mm. at that the monies will balance. Mm. That's all that needed to be said. Mm. You left it. I would. I didn't know what was happening. Mm. Mm. So that has got to be taken care mm. of. It's almost like there needs to be an understanding mm. that, that it will settle. Mm-hmm. Is that a good point? Yeah. The accountancy side of yeah. things? Well, all we would do when we go out, like if we had a big meal, just photograph the um, bill. And at the end of the stay, you just... Tot up all the and split it. Yeah. Done. Is there any other rules for, for holidaying with your friends? No, that's it. How about this? Mm. Is there a danger that you can be two good friends that means on holiday you put that at risk? To understand. Yeah, I think potentially. There's too much on the line. Potentially, but I think... Um, that's just not happened with us. No. It's just been really good. Mm. I've really enjoyed it. Mm. Maybe it's the stage of life we're at. Like our children are older, so they sort of hang out together. That's nice for them. Compatibility within the children. That's the other one. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that helps. Because that definitely, that definitely helps. helps. That definitely but helps. But also as adults, we're just at that stage in our lives where we just, we've got no real... If you can neglect them all together collectively and you're happy about that, it's that brilliant. is a plus point. But I think it's just, you know, having people to just hang out, conversation. And I don't mean leaving them half a mile away while you Obviously. have tapas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just worked really well. Yeah. So there's a there's a rhythm, mm. isn't there? There's a rhythm of a... But I thought that's quite interesting. Yeah. The holiday list. If you've got any... Share them. What yeah. other things? What yeah. other criteria? Mm. Have you been on holiday with people and it's gone bad? Yeah. We want to hear that. Yeah. Don't name them. No. Have no, you? I mean, no namings. That must be awful. Yeah, of course Because not is. only have you had a shit holiday, you've ruined a friendship. Potentially, yeah. And it must happen. It'll probably happen with families though as well. Yeah, but there's always a nugget of resentment somewhere about something that you've brought with you on holiday in your hand luggage. That's the reality. Potentially. Isn't it? Potentially. 
Yeah. My friend, um, her son traveled on his own for the first time because his dad lives in Germany and he went out to Germany. So she dropped him off at the airport. He was chaperoned by the... Uh, the um, how old is he? Uh, 10. 10. And... Um, That's the sound of the washer dryer had, in the background, by sorry, the way. Has he, that been rumbling on throughout the whole pod? No. And he had, um, he took all of his luggage on board. Right. So he didn't check it in. He just had it as hand luggage. Why? Oh, he just did. Oh. And then um, they lost it. What? Yeah. They How lost do you like lose it on board? Because he thinks he had it with him on the coach transfer from the aircraft to the terminal. But he had it as hand luggage. She yeah. Must have had and they just left it. The, the people who were chaperoning him just forgot to tell him to get it off the bus. You can't blame a 10 year old for that. Because ten year olds just don't think, do they? So what was in there? All his clothes, everything. Oh. So when he got to his dad's, he didn't have his case. He had nothing. Nothing. All his electronics. I don't know what was in the case, but everything was in there. Oh. And it, they had to buy him all new clothes while he was out there and everything. I'd be really angry about that. So annoying. Yeah, particularly when it's like a lad and he's just trying to get a... I just thought, how many cases are lost each year? And I thought, really, they don't give a shit, do they? Yeah, they don't give a fuck about your case. No, they're throwing really them about. Don't give a shit. Yeah, they're probably rifling through them. So, I don't know. It's yeah. annoying. It is annoying. Do you know what always catches me out in January? Because do you know what? We don't really buy a calendar anymore, do we? Because we have it on our phones. Yeah. And I feel quite sad about that because I used to love a calendar, me. But um, there's absolutely no point. Why? I mean, I mean, I struggle to write stuff in my phone sometimes, let alone... Well, um, you missed the old hairdressers the I other did. day. You had a, a look of fear. I had, oh. Is there anything more scary? I was so gutted as well, because I look forward to having my hair done so much. How many minutes did you realise before the appointment? About an hour before. Tense, isn't it? Yeah, very tense. Um, but yeah, so we don't really get a calendar, but the problem is, is that what used to happen back in the day when you had a paper calendar. Back in the analogue days. Yeah, was you'd turn over from December and you'd be like, shit, my mate's birthday is 2nd of January and then it's too late to send a card. Do you know right. what I'm saying? So I got really organised this year, bought about three weeks before I bought my mate's card, wrote it out, address, wrote stamp it on out. it. Do you know what? Forgot to fucking post it, didn't I? Still posted it late. She's still got it late. I'm an absolute twit. This is a thing, though. I think that pissed me off. People who have birthdays first week of January, yeah, inconsiderate. Suffer, no, yeah, it's inconsiderate. You should have hold on, held on to the womb yeah. longer. Yeah, you should have closed those doors and hold on to the walls mm. and stayed within your mother. Yeah. until it was a time that it was away from the Christmas madness. They get swept up in the Christmas I madness because people just go. Oh, did you? I didn't get your card till two weeks after my birthday. Oh, Christmas, wasn't yeah, it? It's Christmas. And that you blame it on Christmas. Yeah. And then also, yes, well, yesterday we were booking um, Sophia's, because Sophia's birthday is on the 4th of February. So then we were like, we better get booking because that's literally only four weeks away. Mm. And of course, then, you know, if you're too late, people make plans and they're not available for the party and stuff. So we had to do that yesterday, didn't we? We had to start thinking about straight away into birthday planning. It just feels all a bit bit much, really, doesn't it? It's a bit too much. I don't remember you being that pregnant. Big. I Preg was so pregnant. I, I was thinking about this. I don't remember you. I was mahusive. Well, yeah. Yeah. What Christmas was it's that? Like a 20, beach ball, 2015. 2015. Mm. I don't remember it. I mean, where where were we? What do you mean? We were here. Were you just bowling about? I was still teaching full time. I can't even remember you being big. Yeah. Big, big <laughs> mama. 
No, actually, I don't think I was full time. I was four days a week, but it was enough. It was enough, mm. and that yeah, it's it's a weird one having a birthday. Even February, early February is mm. a bit of a ship time. Mm. I think she could get lost in the old. Mind you, though, you're well into January then, aren't you? Yeah. You're well into the January And it's stuff. a leap year this year. So we've got my cousin's daughter is a leap baby. So mm. she'll be officially three this year. And uh, That's so weird, Paul Wiles, I think he's officially eight. No, nine this year. You should do a That's dual. That's weird, isn't Do you know it? what you should do if you're a leap year? Mm. You should have an adult birthday mm. and a kid's birthday. So you should keep track of them both. So yeah. I want to see adults yeah. going to a, 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 like a restaurant, having a bottle of champagne, mm. and then the week after he sends around invites for a soft play. Mm. And you have fully grown adults mm. sitting on tiny chairs mm. after a soft play session. And they'll say, how old is he? Yeah. And you'll say, eight. I must have He's th- a leap year. This is his leap year I must admit, eight. I did We're think on two that. We ought to get him two cards. One for his ninth birthday. And one with his a, proper ninth birthday. With a badge saying, I, I am, am nine. nine. Yeah. I'm a leap nine. I'm a leap nine. They should do leap. That's they do. A, they do. Oh, I thought yeah. we had a no. business then. No, they do. But I think you should say, I'm going to the soft play. How mm. many is it going to be? Eight. And what's the ages? 40 upwards. Yeah. Sophia's born on a leap year. Mm. If she was just a month later, she could have been a leap baby. So she would have been minus... No, she'd be two this year. Two. <laughs> it is weird. It is it's, weird. I, I don't, you know what? There's almost a point where you think, don't fucking bother with it. It's such a stupid thing. It's such a pointless thing. That extra day every four years. What? It must, it, they must have Why calculated di- it that it needs to be done but why it's just are we very dicking odd. about with it it's odd isn't it I, do you know why I blame the farmers it's probably not their fault no, but I, I blame them for clocks going back I don't think this back. one's the farmers I blame them for this calendar anything calendar related I blame the farmer <laughs> yeah it's your fault. It's fucking fine. it's your fault we don't fault. have a paper calendar anymore we had an update on dad lights Yes. Someone wrote to us saying, I can't believe someone ripped down your dad's lights. There was a, However, there was a lot of upset with the lights. I haven't actually told my dad this yet, and I saw him yesterday. He doesn't know. He's a person so, who should know. Anyway, a good friend of ours, Richard. Richard. Just recap on the story. Yeah, so for those who missed this, my, dad's, my dad invested in some new Christmas lights. Oh, Jimmy boy. Um, and if you know Jimmy, he, that is a big step. He, he tarts up his ass lovely every year, and um, he really went to town and he bought these mesh lights to go on his. Um, hedges outside they look lovely and he'd had quite a few comments about them you know lovely lights Jim well done well done Jim well done Jim it's like the Blackpool of Beeston well and done so, Jim. and then my dad was gutted one morning to get up and see that they'd been pulled off the edge and ripped a lot of the wires had been torn and um, my dad was quite rightly very very upset about it and um we didn't know the culprit. We didn't know who'd done it, but we were sort of making assumptions that it was some ne'er do well who were walking past and, you know, took it upon themselves to, to sabotage and vandalize we, we didn't know, said lights. We didn't know who it was, but we did blame the entire younger generation. Absolutely. With no evidence whatsoever. Yeah. We were preparing to do a stakeout. <laughs> we don't know who it was, but we hated anyone under 16 for Christmas. <laughs> that was what Jim did. No. no idea who it was, but the whole younger generation can go fuck itself anyway met up with um having having uh as normal coffee post football on saturday morning and richard who listens to the podcast and he's a patron as well thank you very much richard he said i heard about your dad's lights and he says and i just want to 
give you a new slant on this. He said, it happened to our lights. I was like, wow. <gasps> a development. And I knew Richard had got the ring doorbell and he was like, and we've got the footage. And he wow. Says, did he leave a pause then? Yeah. We he should like, have said, we were we've so, got the footage. I, well, I said straight away, I was like, you, did you see who did it? And he was like, yeah. And he was like. Oh, he left a pause. Yeah. He was building it. It was a cat. A cat. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, get out. A 16-year-old cat in a hoodie. Now, the thing is, he saw the cat pulling the lights down. Obviously, they'd either bitten <coughs> or clawed or whatever to, yeah. to, you know, it was a game. It was like, you know, this is a great cat game. From the bottom of the the bush. Yeah. Well, and then, then when I think about my dad's lights, it's the perfect height for a cat to sort of claw down. Do you know what I like about this? Yeah. It is like a whodunit and you mm. went back and you re-looked at the evidence mm. with fresh eyes mm. and you just said, Dad, where did the lights get pulled down from? About a foot in the air. Yeah, it's We've the perfect height. It. And I, so I really do, I feel like now um, the entire youth generation has been vindicated. Yeah. And, um, we don't hate them as much. Well, I just think it pro- probably was a bloody cat. Yeah. I can't believe it. And you imagine if your dad had your dad had put a sign up saying, If you break my lights, I will break your arms. Mm. Well, a cat ain't reading that. No. I'll break your paws. He'd have said if you you know, there's no he can't get angry with a I cat. I must tell my dad today, he'll be absolutely blown away. Jeez, I, you know what? You need to tell him just to basically get rid of his yeah. anger yeah. with the youth. Yeah. Should we break the news now? Yeah, let's do it. Ring. We're going to break the news live. We're going to ring Dad live. We're going to ring Gemma's pod. Dad live to tell him right. there's been a development in the Lightgate situation, yeah. and we're going to tell him. Let's that, see what he says. See what he says. He's probably not going to answer. He's probably, probably out there will. punching teenagers. <laughs> you need to be a bit closer to the microphone. No, I am. Oh, oh come on, Dad. Yeah, they might be in Beeston now. They're in Beeston, hunting youths. He's not going to answer. Come on, Jim. Wait. Welcome to... No. Listen to my dad's message. The person you've called Listen. is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. Oh, no, it's not that one. It's on his mobile. Let me try his mobile. Oh, are you trying his mobile? Yeah. You're going to hunt him down? Yeah. We're going to try his mobile, Jim Robertson's mobile. This is live. It's not going to be worth breaking the news, this, is it? Why? I think he'll be interested. Oh, that's louder. Now, he's a bit slow picking up sometimes, so he might not get there in time. You, know, you can just imagine him fumbling. Fumbling now. Fumbling in his man bag. He's got a man bag. <laughs> He'll be fumbling pockets. right now. He's probably Linda. in Costa having a coffee. Linda! Listen to his voice. Jim Robinson. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. Now we do the second ring because he's fumbled. He's found his phone now and now he'll pick up. Are you ready? Hello. I told you he'd pick up. Hello, Dad. Hello. It's me. I know who it is. Oh, right. Are you in Beeston? No, we're in Asda. Oh, right. Okay. Well, Dad, I'm ringing you. We're live on the podcast, um, by the way, so don't swear. But um, right. um, all I was going to say is I forgot to tell you this yesterday. You know Richard, who is at football with us? Yeah. Right. He listened to the podcast and he heard what had happened to your Christmas lights. And he said to me... Oh. The same happened to his lights. Oh. Right? And then guess what he said? He'd got li- he got live video footage of who did it. Get up. And guess who it was? Oh. It was a cat. 
A cat? A cat. It was live on the video. A cat yeah. had reached up, clawed it down and was playing with it and had ripped the wires and bitten into oh. the wires. Oh. So what do you think to that? I'm surprised. Now, I don't think mine was a cat. Do you not think so? I think mine was somebody walking past. You still think it was... It was, in, it was in several places, you know, as it walked along. What if it was a group of cats? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I... a cattery. A cattery, yeah. I just, yeah. I just thought I'd tell you because I thought it was an interesting what spin on like it. Suffered, what we like suffered was a salt and cattery then. I know, exactly. Come <laughs> But I couldn't believe it when Richard told me he got video footage. I was expecting him to say, yeah, it was this it was this hooded youth or whatever. And he went, it was a bloody yeah. cat. And I was like, what? Oh. what? Did he have net lights? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. I know. I, I couldn't mend mine, you know. I got some, I joined them together, but they wouldn't come on. Oh. You got to join them where the bulb was and yeah. it, you couldn't get in there. Yeah. So, I've had to throw one lot away. Oh, I Dad. Never mind. Well, you know, a lot of the listeners of the podcast were very upset to hear about it, so I'm just passing on their condolences to I you. I they were. Yeah. <laughs> have, anybody, have any of them donated a new set of lights? No, none. Oh, well. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I'll speak to you in a bit, okay? All right, love. All right, Doc. See. We're doing a Monday big show. Oh, God. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Love you. I'll speak to you in a bit. All right. Bye. 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 Yeah, he's got his car sorted. I'll fill you in later. All right. All bye. right, my Love you. Bye. Ta da. Ta da. <laughs> I love the idea that he's still. He's yeah, still. He's not having it, is he? <laughs> That was amazing. I'm glad uh, we did that, Carl. Yeah. He's he's refusing to let the youth of he, today off he, the hook. He will not have it. He will I not knew have he it. Having it. He won't have it until he's battered. Yeah. I uh, wish we got video now and proved to him it was a cat. He's he's not going to be happy until he hits a hoodie. Yeah. Until he's got a hoodie in a headlock and there's a child of 16 <laughs> teenager who admits it. Oh. It's obviously cats. It's several places. Do you know what? Can I just say? Maybe, assault, it, was, maybe it was somebody who did it. I don't know. Assault and cattery. Yeah. Well done, Jim. The problem is... Maybe it's a kid yeah. with a cat. Yeah. All that. I would say Working is, as a team. The only thing that could point to it being somebody doing it on my dad's is that they're right on the pavement. Do you know what I mean? Like it really is in its hand height to somebody oh. to just grab it. Oh. Whereas I feel like Richards are set back off the Can road I just a little say, bit. I don't know. I don't know. Can I just say though, with this miscarriage of justice, yeah. this is an interesting, if this was a live trial, yeah. so you had someone on trial, mm. a lad who was on trial mm. for ripping the lights yeah. down, they could cite cats as a defence yeah. and then cite that footage, use yeah. that footage, said it could be cats. Yeah. Then your dad would say it was a series of cats. Yeah. Then he'd have to prove it. Right. And then the person might get sent down down and then there might be an appeal yeah. like the Birmingham Six further down the line yeah. when they show evidence or maybe there was a little bit of whiskers yeah. in the privet yeah. the bottom of the privet and then yeah. oh, he was released he'd yeah. done 10 years for light yeah. damage and it was a cat mm, what possibly. do you think about that I'm still just thinking about my dad on his answer machine Jim Robinson it's like the official <laughs> uh, the, your message for 
Jim Robinson. You can just imagine how nervous he was doing that recording. I bet he holding it poised like, it's nearly my bit. Jim Robinson. <laughs> Do you reckon he had to record it three or four probably, times? Probably. If you're not happy with your message, yeah. press one. Yeah. I'll do it again. I've got another Here one in go. me. I've got another one in me, Linda. Yeah. Hang on. Jim, Jim Robinson. No, he no, just sang exactly that. the same again. Jim Robinson. Yeah, that was better. No, that's that sounds too needy. <laughs> Let me record it again. Jim Robinson. Not friendly enough. Come on, again. <laughs> it's quite hard though when you ask to record something like that. I hate stuff like that. Do you? I hate stuff like that. I hate the one on the cinema. My dad always goes, ta-da. Ta-da. ta I doubt it. I love it. So anyway, let yeah. us know what you think. Was mm. it cats? Was it the mm. youth of today who James Robinson wants to shoot? Who mm. was it? Let us know. Uh, speaking of cats, Bobby, who's sat over there, yeah. boffed. Yeah. Ooh. Horrible. And it was, I heard it. Uh. I'm sorry if the people are eating. Yeah, but Ante will not be happy no, about this. No, I need to take, because it, like, it, it was like he'd eaten coma or something. Oh, but, but I heard him go. Okay, it, we don't need no, sound it's, effects. It's the weirdest noise yeah, when yeah, a cat's boffing. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Well, it sounds alien-like. Luckily, I'm really glad that it happened on <laughs> a wipeable floor. Wipeable floor. Thank yeah. you, Bob. Very considerate. It was considerate that he didn't do it on the carpet. And also, um, it doesn't happen. I think in the whole four years we've had him, it's only happened twice. Mm. So, I mean, it does happen with cats, doesn't it? Because they eat. I don't know. I don't know what he'd or eaten. Furball. I think he'd been somewhere else. I think this he... is one of the reasons I didn't want a fucking cat. Yeah. I don't you like were, this shit. You I were, don't like it. You were very relaxed about it. Well, what else are you going to do? I mean, what are you going to do about it? Give him the telling But to. you, I was upstairs reading Sphere and we can just hear you going, Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh. And Sophia's like, what's wrong with daddy? Huh? We're going, Scott, are you all right? We don't hear anything back. Scott, are you okay? Oh, no. No answer because you're just oh, being so no. dramatic. Oh, God. Bobby's been sick. Oh, oh God. No, and then I was like, how how, what, how bad is it? Oh, God. <laughs> and then I was just like, do you need our help? And I was really annoyed because we had to stop reading and everything. We had to sort of interrupt the flow. And, and then, you, were, you were doing all your parts and everything. And you were just like, you just didn't answer. You just wanted a bit of drama around. Oh, God. Oh, no. Can I just tell you something? Yeah. Stuff like that mm. really hits my git reflex. Does it? Yeah. I'm glad I let and, you do it then. And it's because it's I was looking for kitchen karma. roll and yeah. I thought... Yeah, and then you're like, we've got no kitchen roll. And then I'm shouting down, yes, we have in the utility... Oh, I cut, there's none here. Yes, there is. It's on the sink. I can't. Uh, oh yeah, I there don't is. Sound like old man step. No, but then you're like, oh yeah, there is. You make me sound like Pat. Butcher. I don't care. I don't sound like that. All right. What do you sound like then? Oh god. <laughs> what do you sound like then? Oh god, bloody hell. That's, that's Pat Butcher. Bloody hell. That's him. I don't sound like a cockney. Right. I jumped. Part of me was going. Ah. Well, there you go. You did then. <laughs> that's the. It's not. Oh, nice. <laughs> It's the You're fact, being pedantic now. It's the fact that, I'll tell you the problem was, what? is that I, used, I was looking for the kitchen roll and mm. I thought there was no kitchen roll. Yeah. Then I thought, I'm going to have to do it tissue, toilet tissue, and it's oh. too close. Do you know, There's not do enough you of a tell barrier. tell everybody what you used to spray on the floor? What? Flash degreaser. Oh, was it? What the hell? I don't know why I was doing that. I just needed some chemicals, <laughs> any chemicals. You used flash degreaser. <laughs> I was panicking. He said flash and I thought, that'll do. Oh, for Anything, I trust sake. flash. 
Do you, do you view their new uh, new advertising product no. they've got? It's called Spray Wipe Gone. Oh. Spray Wipe Done. Oh, right. That's the name. Okay. Spray Wipe right. done. done. And I thought, someone's gone. What does it do? What do you do with it? You, you spray, spray it. You, you wipe, wipe it. it then you're done. done. Spray Wipe Done. Perfect. Pub. Right. It's a bad name. That was a quick meeting. That's a bad name. Flash. Spray. Wipe. wipe done. Done. Or, I mean, I say bad name. I've remembered it. SWD. So, spray, spray wipe, done. wipe done. I needed some spray wipe done. I know you did. Cat's been sick. Spray. Wipe, wipe done. done. Kid blocked the toilet. Shit up the walls. Spray. spray wipe, wipe done. done. Okay. Killed someone in your house and need to clean up before the police arrive. Spray. spray wipe, wipe. Done. done. Very good. Um, right, um, so yeah, I, I did. I wanted free advertising there for Flash. I, I, Fuck you, Flash. I wanted to. Uh, the the reason why I use kitchen roll is the yeah. the barrier of of tissue is yeah. too close. Yeah. It's too thin yeah. to the product yeah, you were getting rid. And it's just that moment. I've got Luby gloves under the sink. You could have worn them. I was looking for them. Oh. Anything you've got to clear up that's like that is 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 not good. No, obviously not. And I don't like it. Um, but one thing that's nice that happened at the weekend, obviously not that, is um, I got last minute tickets to uh, go and see the, the Panto post. Scott, tell us how you feel about post-Christmas Panto. Wrong. Wrong. I do not believe in Pantos going beyond Jan- D- December the well, 31st. Well, you're going to one this weekend. It's so, and I'm not, this is not a slight on anyone who does panto. I get it. This is not a, a, a criticism of anyone no, who well, goes. No, well, they don't, they don't choose the but schedule. But I just think it's weird. I think it's like, it's like having uh, like a fun park in a, in a, in Elman province or something. It jars. Right. It, it sort of, the energy's gone. Yeah. There's no excitement. No one's coming away going, oh, I feel really January now. Yeah. I feel really excited for yeah. January. And then people say, well, it cheers you up for January. No, it doesn't because Panto's to build up for Christmas. I suppose so. Do you not think the epicenter of Panto is 15th to the 20th of December? I have to say, that is the none key of week. the jokes were really centred around Christmas. Right. And did they say, have a happy new year at the end rather yeah. than happy Christmas? Yeah, happy new year. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like it. what it is, it, it just feels like... Is it just that you're miserable? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, oh. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of anger on this pod Look, today. The thing is, it was brilliant. And it I'm was, sure it, it was. It was Dr. Range, who we met afterwards. Did you hang around amazing. by the stage door? We 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 stalked him. And then um, what did he do, though? Did he just hang around by stage door? Yeah. And then you just as he came out, you went, did I he say him. Dr. Range? I mobbed him. Did he shout Dr. Range? Yeah, and I sang to him. You sang to him? Yeah. What did you say? Winter roses sparkle in the light. Why did you sing that? Because that's what he sang in the CBBS you, you sang. You, are you not shitting me? No, I'm not shitting you. You sang yeah. at the stage door. Yeah. Did you say hello first? Or just I did say hello first. And you then said I sang that. hello, Dr. Ranch. And I went, winter roses. Straight in? <laughs> yeah. And, and I said to him, that was- I my- bet he went, get security. No, he smiled and I said, that was my favourite. And he went, it was great, wasn't it? He said that? Yeah. What did the kids do? Live and Sphere, they were just having a photograph with him. Did they just put their heads in their hands when you started singing? No, no. They just you, embraced so, it. So they you were went, like, well done, mummy. So you went over. Yeah. You went up to stage door. He came mm, out. Yeah. You went, hello, Dr. Range. Winter Roses. Straight into Winter Roses. Yeah. yeah. I love you. That yeah. is, and did you do a big performance or was it? No, just a little one. So how, how did it go? Winter Roses. Yeah. Sparkle in the light. 
That was it. Yeah. Was it Beauty and it the Beast? It was enough. It was enough. What was it they did? Beauty and the Snow Beast. Snow Queen. Snow Queen. Yeah, he was in the Snow Queen. No, but that wasn't the thing tonight. No, Dick that Whittington. Night. Oh, but yeah. then you referenced something he'd been yeah. in. Clever. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, yeah, it was good." I've got it? a fan here. And yeah. then what did you say to him? Great I just, performance. I just said it was brilliant. I said you were brilliant. And what did you say then? Thanks a lot. I know I was. Yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. And then you had a picture. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Shane Ritchie was in it, and he was brilliant. Bloody brilliant. In fact, Mandy, who's a listener, you know, creative writer Mandy. Yes. She worked with Shane Ritchie. Well, as a, when he was, was he a Pontins? Was he Pontins or Butlins? Yeah, this I don't is what know. she said. I'm sure he was Pontins. Um, she says, I was Alfie a blue coat. She, she was a blue coat. So in, he was a blue coat. Yeah, he was a, she says, I was a blue coat in the 80s. That was my uni traveling to Essex, Devon and I O W. What's that? Isle of Wight. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went for, <laughs> she says, oh, we went far in those days and no passport needed, just a musician's union card. Um, she said, um, that was a little slight yeah, digger Brexit, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? She did there. Very clever. Um, Mandy, I spotted it. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. I spotted the political nudge. Go I'm on. I'm sure she said that he was a total professional. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Uh, where did she say this? I'm sure she well, said let's it. Let's not just struggle to find Sorry, it. Sorry, but somebody somebody said anyway. I'm sure it was what Mandy did she who say? said it. What, he was brilliant? Yeah. As a, as a Pontins a blue coat, as a professional person. Always professional. And, but like Liv said, it was a lot. it was a lot of... It was basically Shane Ritchie live. Um, I disagree with her there. I Did think she? I think he was a big draw because obviously he is the big draw. You know, EastEnders and stuff, but he was just so good. He's just born to be up there, really. Mm. Just can you tell he was enjoying it? Oh, it must be quite difficult if you're in a panto company and there's no chemistry and you're not getting on. Yeah. Also, oh. I would say that obviously there's the cla- I mean, we've seen so many pantos now in our lives. How many do you think? Oh, twenty. 30? Really? Yeah. I, I think it's more, babe. Probably. I, think it, I wouldn't think we went to 50. So um, what there's classic panto things that reoccur in each panto you go to see and they sort of rotate them, I guess. There's things like... They it can't do, be 50 because I'd be 50 years old. Carry on. But I just realised. No, but we see more than one a year sometimes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, they do the 12 days of Christmas where they use, you know, different items. That is a stock. That's stock panto. That's a stock thing and they kick yeah. the items across yeah. the stage. That is a, is a trope. Yeah, and then there's the um, where you whisper something and then you have to go across the stage and tell the other person it's like a tongue twister and it gets more and more complicated oh, yeah, as you go. Yeah. They did that one. Do they do they the fake fuck up? Loads of fake fuck ups. Yeah, that's another um, panto but thing. But I have to say, uh, there was another classic one they did, which was the where the lead, um, they play a snippet of a song and it's the words that they use to tell the story sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like... Right. Um, they did, they've done that loads of times in Wakefield as well. Right. So they keep playing little snippets of different songs and the lyrics yeah. are, you know. Um, do you know so, what I think they should... Uh, do you think there's going to be new tropes in Panto? They be- must introduce... Well, well, this is what I was going to say. They did two that I've never seen before, which I was really impressed with. What were those? So it was basically breaking the fourth wall. Yes. So um, they were doing... after the, While they were doing the 12 Days of Christmas... They stumbled into each other and Shane Ritchie fell into the scenery. Oh, so, so you know like the Mr. Blobby you know hanging scenery behind, yeah. like they've got different, I bet um, the art what director, do you call them? Different curtains, curtains. with different backdrops. I bet the on. art director was like, oh, that's a hundred grand. 
No, it was meant to happen. I know, but if, if he pulled it down, can you imagine the cost? That, no, that's what he did. He pulled the whole thing down. It's meant to happen. So every night they have to hang it yeah. back up. Yeah, and what it revealed was the cast were behind it pretending to get ready for the next scene. Brilliant. And Not seen that one. I've never seen that done before. And then they pulled him off the stage, sat on the scenery. It was so funny. So it was unexpected. No one knew that was coming. No, and it was just brilliant. And Clever. obviously it was I a like setup because you know it's a setup. Yeah. But it was also, so they were, they were good. doing that with like makeup yeah, and then they yeah, looked yeah, and half dressed and half stuff. Half dressed. Yeah, it was brilliant. I was like, "Yeah." Very clever. Very good. And what was the other the one? The second one he did was um there was a sad moment and um he sort of walked and he and he, he went up and he says, "I'm just going to sit under this tree." And obviously it was the backdrop was a tree painted onto the 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 curtain and he just went with his foot and sort of scraped it like and he went oh it's a picture you know like it was like acknowledging that it's not a real tree but it was so funny the way he did mm -hmm. it do you know that um before he died bobby ball mm. who i met briefly do you remember when i yes, met him yes. during yeah. covid yeah i often wonder if i give, i wonder if i shook his hand I did. I, I, I felt bad, but he, he didn't. It was quite recent after that. But he, he was telling. You didn't have COVID though. No, I didn't. But I know it was yeah. that sort of time, wasn't it? Yeah. But he did a play, and I don't know if you ever heard about what he did. It was really clever. It was a, a one man play. I think there was other people in it as well. Well, it's not a one man then, is it? No. It was a small ensemble. It was a four-man play. It was a four-man play. Okay. Uh, it was a one-man play with loads of other people. But it was like there was a bit, the stage was split into two. So you had the dressing room mm. and you had the stage bit. Mm. So we'd go out and perform. Mm. And then the action would cut as he came yeah. into the dressing room yeah. and tell us like talking about the audience yeah. and then sitting there and then all the depression yeah. comes out. And I thought, that's yeah. really clever. Yeah, it did. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. As soon as he said it, I thought, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I'm sure it's not original. The idea of it, mm. but the idea then you had the the, the lights around the mirror, yeah. so he was sat in the mirror, and the yeah. audience could see him yeah. slagging him off. Mm. Oh, oh, that's quite clever. Yeah, very. When he told me, I was like, "There's more to you than the braces, isn't there?" Yeah, Tommy? yeah. You know, yeah. Bobby, not Bobby. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy's you, other yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> I think they should be. Do I thought if we couldn't do one then for Panto, is one I've thought of. They should have someone in the audience who's in the cast but doesn't start in the cast. So if someone comes out, they start doing the lines as the person, and then you just hear it, Oi! What are you doing? And then they have a full argument. Yeah. Then they have a wrestle. Yeah. And then he comes out in the yeah. costume. Yeah. That'd be good. What do you think? Yeah. I like it. That's an interesting idea. Also, another classic one. Using do, the audience. Classic one they do is they always pick on one person, a, mm. a bloke or something. That's prearranged, isn't yeah. it? It's no, got no, no, it's not prearranged. Of course it's not prearranged. You always pick on somebody in the audience but, and then you incorporate them into the show What happens you go if along. that doesn't go? What happens if the person went, I do not like being spoken to? Well, you to. pick somebody else then, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Go on. So that was it. No, oh, that that's yeah, what they do. Yeah, yeah. But can you? I, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I often think they could do ones where mm. there's someone in the audience. Mm. And of course, Dick Whittington is the classic using the word "dick" constantly. Is yeah. Dick jokes. Gavin Webster. Yeah. Gavin Webster was a stand-up comedian. Mm. Used to do this brilliant bit, and I've mm. never seen anyone do it before. He'd tell a joke, and no one would laugh, and then he'd run into the audience and sit in the audience and go, "Oh, come on, brilliant, brilliant!" Then he'd go back on stage. Mm. Yeah. I think that's quite clever. Yeah. Nice. That sort of nice. stuff. Jesus, she made me jump then. That sort of stuff. That, that sort of stuff. Jesus that, Christ. That sort of stuff. It is. Uh, do you know what? There is more to it than you think, the panto. Oh, do you know what? There's more nuance and subtlety. Do you know what? Do you know what as well? Go on. What as well? 
Like Sam Nixon, who was in the one in Wakefield, um, I saw his Instagram post. From Sam and Mark. From Sam of Sam and Mark. He put on Instagram that it was the last show, I think, yesterday. 69 performances they've done. That's a lot, isn't it? You must be knackered. I'm not joking. I know it's, I would feel so privileged to have that job, Mm. right? But it is exhausting you to do need the January 69 must... of the same show back to back. Twice and a day. every time you're trying to deliver a brilliant performance for the audience. And you must get duff I, audiences. I'm, I'm amazed their voices don't go. I think they do sometimes. They must have to do Ranges so much. Ranges sounded a bit croaky at the beginning, but he was all right. They must it have was to okay. do so much vocal warm-ups. But yeah, to, to go back to your original question, I do think pan- Panto in January shouldn't happen. No, it is. It's, it should. It'd be better to start it... Mm. Middle of November. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that would well, make more sense. that's why most people sense. do. But, what? The, but they don't pe- start in middle of November. Yeah, they do. And I think a lot of amateur productions do them in January, so they're not competing with the big boys. Now, um, we're going to see Tamworth. Tamworth Pantomime Company have been running for ages. And our friend Chell, he's going to be, he's he's stepped up this year and he's now the bad guy in it, which is wow. a really big role. Lots of lines. Loads of lines. He's going to be booed. The, the better, yeah. the, do you know what? The bigger the boo, the better the part. Because I think the one we saw in Wakefield, she was good. Mm. She was too likable. The bad yes. guy. She was too nice. Yeah. We needed a little bit of an edge. Mm, mm, mm. But not as in sinister. Kids yeah. don't want sinister. No, of course. I think the best way to do it, if you were to do a baddie, mm. is to be spoilt. Mm. Like tantrumy. Yeah. Tantrumy yeah. is better for kids. Yeah. Not sin- you don't want sinister. No. You know, do you understand you what I mean? You want naughty. You want na- naughty and mardy. Yeah. And mis and yeah. mischievous. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You don't want Evil. Malevolence. Yeah, yeah. Hard, actually. Yeah. When I come to Hard think about it. Hard to, to balance there. Mm. But yeah, so we're really, we're you, looking forward to seeing that next Sunday. Do you remember when we went to see that very, the amateur one at the Lace Market once? Yeah. And yeah. It, no, it wasn't the Lace Market. It was the um, Nottingham Arts Theatre. The Nottingham Arts Theatre. And Liv cried. Yeah, Because the, the baddie was bad. too bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Sinister. Yeah. Came out and, yeah. and Liv, even I at some point was like, Oh God! Yeah, this is quite disturbing. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was disturbing. It was. It, it was, was great. Borderline yeah. disturbing. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that this weekend. It'll yeah. be ace, and it is really fun. But I have to say, Tamworth Pantomime Company—they are bloody good. It's exciting. Guess where I'm going tonight as well? Where? I'm going to see Jesus Christ Superstar. Can I, can I just say something? Can I just say something? Yeah. You see more theatre mm-hmm. than the fucking reviewers at know, the Times. You should, this is, you are having more culture. Yeah. I don't know what, what's happening. Well, can I just say I received a text message on Saturday saying, well, saying, saying you have just the a most- reminder, everybody, for. Jesus Christ Superstar, star, shall we meet at 7.15? And I was thinking, fucking hell, I don't remember doing this because obviously I booked tickets for the Panto on Saturday night. I was thinking, when did I... I knew I'd said yes to it, but I couldn't remember when. It was another this classic. I'd not put it in my diary this again. This is another, another Gemma yeah, non-calendar. Yeah. You so, do this, you agree, yeah, you're fantastic, yeah. evaporate. So I'm part of a theatre group, uh, as in people who go to the theatre together with my old colleagues from Kirk Allen. 
And um, probably once, twice a year, we go to the theatre to see something. So Jesus Christ was one we booked in. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So ironically, when you saw it, you went, oh, Jesus. I'm going with Leslie. Leslie will be there tonight. Oh. And um, I've forgotten, completely forgotten. And of course, I was meant to have rehearsal tonight. So now to get in touch with the director and say, um, <laughs> you know how I said I'm coming back to rehearsals and everything's back You're on again and we're all right. Big I can't come tonight because so I'm going to see Jesus Christ so you Superstar. Were, you were making your big return and yeah. now you've postponed it yeah. to go and watch yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what though? I yeah. bet they were secretly impressed because it's it's kind of research. Well, it's like, it's like, you're, you're into it, aren't you? It's not like you're going to see a film because no, they'd be like, you no. heathen. Yeah. You said, I'm going to see Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Where are you going to see it at? Nottingham Theatre Concert Hall. The Concert Hall. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love it. Mm. I, I'm going to see... I've never seen it there. Have you? No. No, I haven't. Do you know the really weird thing is, though? My dad had the album. Didn't they, Didn't we... Either we got them tickets to see it or they went to see it. I remember them seeing it. It's a Lloyd Webber, isn't it? Yeah. Because the weird one is, is my dad, Mm. I I remember my dad's vinyl collection Mm. and it was so eclectic. Mm. It was like he was on crack. So you go from Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin 5, status quo. Yeah. Then he'd have Fleetwood Mac Mm. rumours and I'd be thinking, oh, that's quite good. And then he'd go, Jesus Christ, superstar. Abba Arrival. There's mm. some mad... Yeah. Uh, he, he loved the soundtrack to yeah, that. Yeah, I know, apparently so. And I remember the album cover. Mm. It was a big selling soundtrack for that song. I don't know any other songs though. No, I don't. Do you? No. I always get confused between that and the Mel Gibson Passion of the Christ. Definitely different. <laughs> Very Definitely different. different. So is it um, in the world that we're in now of... Non- Are you at home tonight? Yeah. Yeah, good. Non-secular. Yeah. Religion isn't a big as big a pull anymore who do you think what do you think the attraction is of it then I don't even know what the story uh, is neither do I <laughs> I'm assuming it's about Jesus Christ oh, well, uh, he's and the, he's a superstar. He's superstar yeah did he go on X Factor or something like imagine that imagine if it was yeah. and it's free yeses from us Jesus yeah and next on it's the stage it's Jesus and his disciples yeah. are these you back in lads no, I'd yeah Sam and Cal would be like yeah. get rid of the disciples you're yeah. the talented one <laughs> I tell you what, do you yes. know the one I don't like? Yeah. Judas. Yeah. He's got a sinister yeah. look in his eye. I get rid of He's going no, to stab you in the back. We're a double act. He's, he's, the, he's the shade, I'm the light. You know what I'm saying? It's not working for me. No. And it's not working for you. <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> Judas can write your songs. You could be the Bernie Taupin. Williams comes in with the golden buzzer. <laughs> You've changed everything, Jesus. Yeah. You've broke the mold. Yeah. But yeah, he could be the Bernie Taupin to your Elton. Yeah. You don't want to be on the stage. I think even Jesus would struggle to get four yeses sometimes. We've already had a bloke who looks like you. Yeah, yeah. I've got one with a beard. He works yeah. in a coffee shop. Yeah. We don't... And the sandals Being are, nice just doesn't just, sell. Mate, in this industry, they'll eat you alive. Yeah. The sandals are a nice touch. Yeah. And you know what? I do appreciate the wine. We, yeah. we, we didn't yeah. have it a minute ago. Now we've got wine. I don't know where that's come from. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But mm. we didn't want the fish. That yeah. was too far. And the costume, it's just too it's minimalist. It's obvious, you know? mate. Yeah. Cult leaders, very 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it died with David Koresh. Have oh. a bit more ingenuity, Jesus. Um, so yeah, you'll enjoy that. I think I will. I think you will enjoy that. Um, Guess what else I'm going to the theatre to see this month? Can I just say, yeah. what is happening? I know. You're like a cultural... Do you know what we need to do? Yeah. There needs to be a new feature. Mm. Stop Gemma going to the theatre. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. No, we need to have a review because you could do a cultural review. Yeah. Guess what else I double booked myself on? Did <sighs> I tell you? No. Go on, Gemma's double booking nightmare. I have. I'm really what pissed have off about this one. Why have you... Go on. 
suddenly I thought this morning, you know, I'm going, I've got Burns Night on the 26th, right? So I do Burns Night every year with my ex-colleagues. We do a fantastic night, games. Mm. We have a, we hire somewhere, we have a meal. Mm. We really go to town with it. Yeah, never missed it. What? I have missed it okay. loads of times but when I had kids. Um, I was proper buzzing about it. I've paid me money up front, everything. And suddenly I thought, this morning I thought, I've got something else on that night. And I've also paid up front for a bingo charity night for Forever Stars at the Chilwell Golf Club. Mm. Same night. Why didn't you write it down? I don't know. Which one's the worst money? Well, do you know what? I'm going to both. I've messaged I've messaged the Burns Night crew this morning. I said, I fucked up. I've done a This is another picnic. I've done a Gemma, right? So I put that in a comments. Right? Because I this is classic me. <laughs> And I said, I've done a Gemma. You're going to have to do a Mrs. Doubtfire again. I don't want to let anybody down and I do want to do both. So as you're only literally, so they're doing the Burns Night at the Bird Hide. You know that pub um, at Attenborough, the junction? It's there. The charity night is at the Chilwell Golf Club. Literally, we're talking half a mile between each one. So you're going to... I'm starting at the charity night. <laughs> like this is, do you know what this yeah. is? Yeah. This is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, so I'm going to start at the charity night. I'm going to do the bingo, hopefully win a couple hundred quid. Then <laughs> to I'm off, cover your fuck up. Then I'm hopping down the road to Burns night and joining it. I'm doing, I'm doing, um, play your cards right. So you'll be walking in higher. And then I'm you'll turning into in. Bruce Forsyth as soon as I get there. A good guy, good guy. And I have a few drinks with them to finish off the night. And then you're going to go back? Nope. That's, and then I'll make my way home. But I am gutted. I'm gutted. Gemma, I've done it. I'm Gemma, such a twat. You need a PA. <laughs> you need a PA. Do you know what? Do you know what I don't <sighs> understand is this is not the first time you've done this. No, and it won't be because the last. these are the same people you did the one minute picnic. Do you yes, remember the one minute yes. picnic? Yes, the one Let minute picnic. Let me just picnic. recap on this. Gemma's yeah. the one minute picnic. Mm-hmm. Gemma said to everyone, "Let's meet at Woolerton Park. We'll have a picnic." And then what did you double book with? I can't remember what I double booked with. You double booked with something else. Yeah. Gemma sat down under a tree. Yeah. She ate a volivon. No, I didn't even sit down. Didn't have time to sit down. You just walked under the tree. I had five minutes with her. Hi, everyone. You give everyone a cuddle. Bye, everyone. Yeah. And I had to go immediately. (laughs) It was the most pointless thing I've ever done in my life. You are unreal. Just because I don't say I can't come. What's wrong? I don't know. I remember you moving that because you put it on another night you couldn't do, the Forever Stars one. You'd booked it on another night when we weren't even here. I can't remember. I, I remember you double booked that one, then oh. you moved it. Can I just ask you, my resolution is, can you write down whenever you book I've done it in? now. Oh, then I booked, obviously, then I double booked my head in time Friday. Yeah. That was the most recent From one. now on, you need to put it down. Eee. Can you put it down straight away? I've done it now. Yeah, I, it is my New Year's resolution. To, to, to make sure I put it in the calendar. Because I'm telling you now, I've done it. And I've done it. And But you know what I do sometimes though? I'll I'll go from memory. I'll go, oh, I think I'm free then. And I go, yes. Instead of just literally opening up my phone and checking the calendar. And I should do that as well. Can I just tell you? Yeah. It's... It's fine because you've managed to do both. You're yeah. very lucky. Yeah. But I've had it before yeah. where I've been on my computer mm. and someone has emailed me for a gig yeah. and I've gone, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And then something's happened yeah. and I've not written it down. Yeah. Another gig I've put in for the same yeah. day yeah. and I've had both confirmations come yeah. through. Yeah. And the fear, yeah, the I know. fear. It's horrible. That when, when you get all right for tomorrow yeah, and you go, what? what? Tomorrow? Yeah. And then they go, all right for tomorrow. Ah! 
Ah, it's no, horrible. And I've had it before, like you. Yeah. And luckily, they mm. were half an hour apart, Shitting and I could hell. do both. Yeah. But the fit because there's Jesus no excuse. Christ. There's no excuse. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. Super twat. Yeah. Super twat. Double booking my ass in gear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Super twat. Double booked again. What do you think about that? It's very good. Half a mile apart. Not losing money because it would be Scott off. It would. Yeah. If you'd have lost the money. I know. Just throw it. Let me just see if there's been a response from the group. What have you What have you said? I'm an idiot. I'm doing both. Oh, there's eight responses. Let's see what, what they said. said. Gemma, you're a prick. Alexa Burns. Uh, in time for fun and games then. It's been too long, Mouse. Oh, yeah. that's Couldn't decide what emoji to put there, Gem. Glad you can come for a bit, though. Um, oh, so they're all just going, it's fine. Yeah, they're just saying it's fine. <sighs> what a tit. Well, can I just say, uh, before we finish this uh, first this first week of January pod, yeah. you are a hairdresser. I am a hairdresser, and I I had a real flashback last night, mm. and it reminded me of my mum yeah. doing a friend's hair. Yeah, the smell of it, you didn't use perm solution, but I could almost well, it's bleach. Isn't I could it? smell the, the peroxide, peroxide yeah. and the ammonia. Yeah. I, that's one of the strongest. Memories I've got. Yeah, my it's very evocative. Ammonia yeah. <clears throat> coming up the stairs mm. like a creeping death. Yeah. She would she would do people's hair in the house. Mm. I don't know if that's a very working class thing. Yeah. The, no, no, but you know, like another woman was a sat, sat in the kitchen of your yeah, house. Yeah. I know it's because mum was a hairdresser. Yeah, but you did. Uh, what did you do for live? Well, what do you call them? For flashes. Flashes. <laughs> That's a very Yorkshire thing, flashes. Don't you have, have you had your flashes done, Yeah, Jane? so I highlighted You've had hair. your flashes done, love. Yeah. Mm. So you did highlights, but you yeah. didn't do them. I thought you were going to do them through a skull cap. Well, that's what and you... And that's would... the... Well, the thing is, when I do used to do that? my mum's hair, she'd have a cap. Do you know what it reminded me what? of? A bald troll. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that toy yeah. with a slightly yeah. erratic yeah. looking... Or a very shaven Barbie head. Did you ever do... You know, you put this thing, the cap on, if you've ever yeah. seen it, it has yeah. holes in it. Yeah. Do you, what I used to do, what I think is always funny yeah. is on a lady, yeah. if you just pull out the two tufts at the side, yeah. so they look like a cra- clown, yeah. they look like a psychotic yeah. clown, yeah. you leave the middle bald. Yeah, that that should be a really good costume. What? Just to get, Skull cap. To, to get a... Um, but then if you dyed those bits at the two sides, yeah. they would look like a badger. I mean, they I've, would actually I've highlighted like your hair with a cap before, haven't I? You did it at uni. Yeah. And that was in the, that was Villanilla Ice days. They were streaks, weren't they? Well, same thing, highlights. No, but you had did, it, now they do them in bigger sections, whereas when you did me, it was in tiny strands and I looked like what, a boy this band. was, tiny strands. No, it's still, it was in thicker sections. No, oh. strands. So what did you do for Liv? You did so it So I did it with foils. Foils. Yeah, because her hair is so long and so thick. She's got my There's no hair. way I could do that She's through a cap. She's got the genetics You can't pull of, that amount of hair through a cap. You'd no. be there all fucking It's like day. trying to pull a horse's tail through mm. a fucking letterbox. Yeah, yeah. No? The I don't know. No. The only <laughs> advantage to a cap is that when you pull the hair through first, then apply it and it has equal developing time over the entire head. Right. Whereas when you're doing the foils, obviously the ones that you put on first are having longer with the, the So bleach. you're up against it. You're like a plasterer. Well, you can't hang about, but it does take quite a while to do her I, hair. I was, I was watching you do it. You paint it on the foil. Then no, you so roll what you up. do is you take a section of hair, yeah. then you use the tail comb to pick up 
the strands, uh-huh. okay? So then you separate that from the hair. You took the foil underneath those strands, paint it on, and then seal it with the foil. Right. So it develops inside the foil, yeah. He did a great job. She looked it looked crazy, great. like it a looked crazy really lady. Good. How did you know how to do it? Because... Is it intuitive? Or it must be something right, in you. I'm going to sound like I'm bragging right now. Br- brag away. Okay. I feel like I'm really good at doing hair. You are. You um, could have been a hairdresser. I really wanted to be a hairdresser. My mum was a hairdresser, so I grew up around it. Watched her doing her hair. Used to help her do perms, um, dyeing, etc. And then I worked in a hairdresser's for a year and a half when I was 13 on a Saturday. Washing weird skulls. Again, just watching people. You know, when you're constantly watching people and technique mm. and how to cut and how to do you layers. You say it goes and, in, but I don't think it. My mum was an hairdresser. It hasn't gone in for me. Well, I do think you've got to have a natural flair for it. I, yeah. d- I definitely think that. I don't, I don't think you can... You know, so like you say, some people would just be terrified to do it. I and am. it is quite scary because it's a big responsibility. But as it's live, I just didn't give a shit if it went wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's... Um, and anyway, the first time I did foils, obviously, again, because I've not had any formal training doing it. It's just watching my own hair being done. Wow. I knew that you had to start... I just, just did the top section of her hair. Um, but I know that you start at the back, work forward on that top to the top section there then the sides and then finally do the middle section down towards the front um and again if there's a hairdresser listening they might say that's wrong but you know that's normally that's probably just gone you you but that's normally the order my hairdresser does it in so that basically you wouldn't want the top developing the longest because then it would be really bright on the top potentially and less so underneath so, um, mm. you know, if you work towards the front, that way you can monitor the development of the top foil. Yeah. And, and as soon as that's taken, then you can, you know, wash it off. But um, how much is it to have that done in a hairdresser's? It probably saved me 80 quid. Well, it makes up for the fact that you double book them. Yeah. Up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that will have definitely saved 80 quid. Of Yeah. Is it because it's labor intensive? Well, with Liv's hair, I mean, if you think about how thick her hair is compared to mine. It's a proper... It is so... And I now understand, I really did say to her yesterday, because obviously I had to wash out the... She um, doesn't like washing her hair. She hates washing her hair. And Sal, my mate Sal, she's got really thick hair. And I know she she washes her hair, I think, once a week. Claire Green, really thick hair. Mm. And all these women who I know have got really thick hair, they're like, oh, it's such... Even your mum, she hates washing her hair, doesn't she? Mm. She's like, oh, I've got to wash my hair. Like, it's like a weekly event. For me, I wash my hair nearly every single day because it's so fine. And... um, Yours like like uh, like an old lady pubis. Mine's just like candy floss it is but when i washed liv's hair i was like jesus i had to get it's like washing so a duvet. much so much shampoo in the different sections because it yeah. just wasn't lathering it's up a do- it was hair. just getting lost it's a hair duvet and i was like having to really massage yeah. to get it through the hair to make sure yeah. it's clean and then obviously rinsing it you've got to really make sure it's rinsed clean and then drying it i mean fucking hell i was combing it for ages to get it you know combed through and then drying it, it was just not drying. I was just like, your hair is just so thick. It is. Ah! It is like, do you know what it's like? It's like trying to dry a carpet. It's just massive. A shag pile carpet. So I, I, and, and Liv isn't particularly dexterous. 
So for her managing it, this is why she asked me to do it every day. Mm. She's like, can you put my hair half up, half down? Can you put my hair in a ponytail? Can you do this? Can you? She just can't manage it. And she's attached to it. It's tough. She will be thankful of thick hair though. Thick oh, hair as you get older. I mean, I'd rather have that issue. I'd yeah. rather have, you know, there's worse problems to have, isn't there? She think, because she, she doesn't, it's always you don't, you want what you don't have. Yeah. So like right now, she'd probably want, hair that was curly or yeah. thinner yeah but then you you want thicker hair yeah so it's always what you've not got yeah absolutely isn't it grass is always greener kid yeah but i did i watched you doing it and i think that is a skill mate i was pretty impressed with myself if i'm honest <laughs> and i ordered the, i clapped myself i, I ordered everybody. the foils like a proper foil kit you know mm. as in a roll of foil so i didn't have to yeah you, know, you came out you of the can box, just yeah you can just tear them off then and it's just so much easier you were excellent thank you and i was really impressed it was like having a salon in this house it was wasn't it yeah it was wasn't it, <laughs> it, was, wasn't it? and then i went upstairs and cut sophia's fringe because she'd got her hair so of, long it was a high, she's growing it too why long. don't we do you some flashes flashes because it's not in the 80s I think you suit them. not you can't have a bit of blonde in it 44 you can't on, have highlights let's do it you look tragic no. do you know what do you know Tragedy. what no when you're in your 20s yeah it's all right when you're in yeah. your 40s you look like a, a black lace tribute what act. would you do you know, come on everybody what would you do if when you're asleep i got <clears> some bleach and just bleach the front of your fringe what like matilda wilmwood's dad it would just like be a blonde section here and you woke up and you'd be like, fuck. She's bleached me hair. That'd Do you know annoying, what? That was the, I hated stuff like that. When you went camping or, or you were- your eyebrow. Anything like that. Don't do it. No, when I was a kid and mm. we went on that mm. like mm. thing for the school yeah, weekend yeah. away, yeah. and there were like 13, 14 year old mm. kids. I never slept. I was terrified oh, because idiot. I was going to lose eyebrows. I was going to have oh. haircut. But do you know the one that I didn't want? Permanent pen on your head. Permanent pen on your head. That would be bad. Permanent pen. Yeah. On the first day if you did a permanent of a resident mustache on a lady's face, that'd be hilarious. a permanent pen cock and balls on your cheek. Oh god! Imagine that. Can you imagine waking oh, fuck up? Off, fuck on off, run on each cheek, and they would have done got a it. Job interview the next day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, don't. But when you when you're a kid, day one, yeah. of a, and then you have to go and do abseiling. Yeah. With and then they'd, yeah. they'd start going. Who's next? Cock yeah. and balls. <laughs> I didn't want this. It's like some sort of jailhouse yeah, yeah. tat. So Any, anything like that. Yeah, you're not happy. No, I think it's the lowest yeah. of the low. Yeah. Those people, instant bullet to the head yeah. for doing that. Yeah. So anything like bleaching the hair or yeah. titting with the yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. Eyebrow removal's the worst. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. I don't I don't like practical jokes. I'm gonna stay it. I don't. I don't, I don't. think I anyone them. gets anything them. out of them. I, see I don't that. like watching people fall. You I like watching people fall. I quite like watching people fall, <laughs> but the, I was going to say, I, I do hate practical jokes if it's mean, but the one that I did. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, Whereas, you know, when I did the one where I shouted you and I said, there's a leak in the bathroom and it was actually a leak, a vegetable leak. Mm. That was quite funny because it didn't harm you. It was just, it's Moment, just funny. Momentarily it did. Oh. Gave me that. Wounded your. Uh... Oh, shitting myself. Oh, for God's In sake. my head, I was like, emergency plumber, water running through the ceiling. Oh. I was re I was living a trauma. I know. You gave me a little yeah. shot Anything of water trauma. Quite, yeah. Anything water-based. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, practical jokes, mm. I always think, uh, I don't like the cruel aspect. Well, I think aspect. It's, it's generally the... It's only the person pulling the prank that's gaining anything from it. But it's also as well as someone put that um, clip, I sent you it, of yeah. Jim Bowen. 
yes. with those contestants. Yeah, yeah. And there is a there's a there's a certain strange you look retrospectively. Mm. There was a lady on there. It was quite mm. a buxom, yeah. bigger lady, and he said, uh, "Oh no, uh, what's your name?" Beverly, Beverly, lovely, lovely. And uh, now it says here that you did a sponsored slim recently. She went, yeah. How much do you owe? Which is a, such a brutal. And then, and then you could see she was. La- she had no choice but to laugh. And he went, yeah. she's a great sport. And then he went, he doubled down. He went, she must be wearing that dress. And he doubled down. And I was like, Jim, that was just mean. And now, but you look back, that's awful. And you go, but then people have gone. Well, people laughed at stuff like that, and it's this sort of strain of comedy where you go. At first, I thought, yeah, he's just. Is are we just? Could we just have a laugh back then? But then you actually think no. she was in a studio. She couldn't say anything. No. She's about to throw darts. Yeah. She can't do anything. No. So really. And he's a star. And he's the position of power. Yeah. So you feel like going. Oh. She probably got home and cried. She probably thought. Poor old Beverly. One of these darts in yeah, his eye. Bowen. Bowen. Bowen the twat. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's almost like there's a there's a strange thing about uh, jokes that are clear. Or like practical jokes. I always mm. feel. Mm. You know, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan there at is all. A, there is a use of jokes as cathartic mm. things. Yeah. So like, um, and I'll, I'll tell you this quickly, that there was a guy called Gilbert Gottfried. Do you remember him? He was, he was like, in, he was like, he talked like that. He was a, a comedian. He was in loads of uh, American films. You know the guy? He had like a I voice do. like that. He was quite like straight. Yeah. He was angry all the time. He was angry. Yeah. And he... um. He, he's had, he was from the Joan, Col- Joan Rivers mantra of yeah. if there's a, a, an elephant in the room, let's shoot it and make it obvious. Let's deal with the catharsism of laughing mm. is helpful. That's mm, his mm, thing. Mm, so mm. he famously, there was a three days after 9-11, there was a friar's roast of Hugh Hefner and he was invited along to do it. Mm. And his opening joke was, oh my God, I nearly didn't make it here tonight. I uh, I flew in from LA uh, and they told us we'd have to go via the Empire State Building, right? Which was obviously mm. after, and everyone booed mm. and said too soon and stuff. So he rescued it by doing mm. a really filthy story called The Aristocats. Have you mm. heard of this? No. It's all, a, it's like a really filthy story. Mm. And But he's he said why he did that was, that he walked into the room and there was an obvious feeling of, should we be here? Should we be laughing? Are we ready to laugh? Can mm. anyone laugh again? Mm. Do you know? And so he thought straight away, I'm going to address it mm. by making a joke about it. Mm. It was probably the wrong joke, but I think the point was that until they broke that tension, mm. it was always going to be weird. Yeah. And there is something in that. Yeah. There is something in the elephant in the room thing. The darkness. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know why I mentioned that, but I just think sometimes humour has got a way yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, I do, yeah. And it's almost like addressing the tension. Mm. Yeah, call it out. Calling it out. Mm. Is every, everyone's going, oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm glad. We can move on now. Because we're all sat here and we're all yeah. stuck. We're waiting for it, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Joan, Joan Rivers used to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I haven't got, I always think, Ooh. You're not edgy. You don't need to be edgy. <laughs> Leave that to the other people. Leave that to the people who yeah. don't have mortgages and children. Yes, You've got exactly. too much to risk. Yeah. When I'm double booking shit, I need you. Exactly. Yeah, you're edgy in your diary. I tell mm. you, you're double booker. Um, anyway, so plans for this week. First week back after January. You're yep. off to the theatre more times than an usher. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're going to give you a job down, I mate. Know. 
They'll see you again ripping tickets. Exactly. Usual usual yeah, seat, Gemma. Yeah. You could be a patron. I could be. Of the cinema, mm. the theatre. Theatre. Give us a review on what you're going to go see. I, I want to hear about oh, Jesus yes, Christ Superstar you will on the that. next pod. Yeah. I want to hear about that. You'll hear that for sure. I want to hear about your yeah. Burns Night. I want to hear about All your about. double booking. Oh, no, I won't have done oh, that Oh, you won't yet. have done yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Get an eddy yourself now, don't. But I want to hear about that. And then you're starting your rehearsals again for yeah. Hello, Dolly. So busy week. Kids are back at school. Yeah. All go. Let's do it. <laughs> Come on, high five. <laughs> yeah, no, that was rubbish. Can I and just again. say and one more, one more. You, you, when you went, oh go, let's do it. Yeah, it was the most half-assed psyching yourself up for January. I know. I know. Oh go, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Come on, I need a wee. Let's wrap right. this up. Gemma needs a wee. The bladder's calling. The bladder ends the pod. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We're so glad to be back. We're back. Woo-hoo! We're back. Thank Come you on. To, thank you to everyone who's listened. Uh, we really appreciate. It. Numbers are up this week. Oh, do you know forty percent increase? Yeah, I, I was checking the charts. Actually, I mean, I'm, it's not that I'm obsessed with charts or anything, but we're really doing all right. Thank you to everyone who's joined us from Thanks, pa- Parents in Hell. They get that, you know. Thank I you, know. thank and you, Parents. The Mark Steele podcast. We've had a few people messaging yeah. who've listened to that. Yeah. So thank you. We will do what we can do to keep this train rolling. We do not stop for anything. I am on tour again. Final leg in February. The final leg of the Great Scott tour before I put the special out on YouTube. Gemma's rocking back and forth. This doesn't sell my bit well. Uh, February, we start very, very soon. I'm all over the place. I'm in Lincoln. I'm in Huddersfield. I am in uh, down south. I am in near Exeter. I am in uh, Warrington. I am in, there's loads of places, about 25 dates. It's the final waltz, the last waltz, Gemma, and they can get tickets at scottbennettcomedy.co.uk forward slash live. Do you think they should come? Definitely. Thank you, Gemma. Gemma's not coming. She doesn't even know what it is, but it's there and it's selling really well. So do come along. Tell everyone if you want to laugh. It's a great night and it's bargain price for what it is, uh, even if I do say so myself. Uh, so do come along and uh, we'll hope to see you there. I'm just going to say goodbye. Uh, you going? I'll speak, you ne- speak to you next week, guys. Speak to you next week. Ta-da! Gemma's off for a week. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch, I'm going to wrap up now while she goes and empties a bladder. Uh, get in touch. BWTBpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, all the best. We'll see you again and speak to you again uh, next week. Take care. Goodbye. It's time to tune in, it's time.